Welcome to Geekly Retrospect, issue number three. I am your host, Ethan Maestri. Joining me at the microphone for this issue, it's the hall to my oats, Ryan Mazzocco. Welcome, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? Hey. It, hall to my oats, you see what I Oh, doing. yeah. Okay, no, I right. okay. I just, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, got, I, I just got a, a, sl- a wry grin, and that was about <laughs> it. And I was like, okay. No, it was, it was cool and refreshing. Like a summer breeze. Well played, sir. I actually was, I heard them on the radio uh, as just skipping stations. Uh, I don't often listen to the radio, but sometimes I'll hit an 80s station. And I don't know if it's because I'm old now, but I just, I stop and find myself just enjoying a little bit of the 80s. And uh, a little bit of Hall and Oats was on. And uh, I thought Hall and Oats, I I can work that into a, I can work that into an intro. Hey. Never apologize for that. Okay. Yeah. I know you weren't apologizing, but I'm just saying, in the future. Do you feel like I should apologize? You're saying I shouldn't, as if the audience would be like, he should apologize. Some people are going to make you feel like you need to apologize for that kind of stuff. Well, we don't need those kind of listeners. Yeah. uh, I'm right there with you. Okay. 100%. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's issue number three, Geekly Retrospect. Uh, Ryan, we, we said in the last one that the month of May... Uh, vacated very quickly and I feel like here we are it's been another month but it doesn't really feel like it's been a whole uh, another month and yet here we are 30 days later did you say May I said May because that's what we were talking about in the last issue oh okay because we we actually ended up just skipping May because and you as you made the comment we did skip May (laughs) (laughs) and and it feels like June has now skipped right out on us as well Uh, it's been a busy month and yet, here we are, and I applaud you for cutting out a little bit of time in your busy schedule. Yeah. Because I know you just got off work just a little bit ago. You I did. I horked down your dinner here at the house, and, and here we are. So Yeah, I had to cram down some fast food, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be sorry about that later. <laughs> I will need to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> to somebody. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, thank you for being here. So, as we do typically uh, in these issues, we're just going to get right into this one. Because we've got a little bit of ground to cover, but um, we're also going to try and keep this one a little bit short tonight, just because of the way things are, are going in our busy lives. Um, anyway, so here we are, month of May. Let's talk about some things that happened. Or, month of May. No, it's July. <laughs> <laughs> month of July. Let's talk about some things that happened in society, in pop culture, in history for the month of July. What do you say? I say yes. Let's do it. Can I get can it, can we give you a catchphrase? Okay. Um, can you be that guy that when I throw it to you and say, "How about we do this?" You'd mm-hmm. be like, sp- "Let's spin it." Can let's, we just let's spin it. Yeah, that's what you want me to say. Yeah, give, give it a shot. Give it a world. Okay. Give it a well, whirl. let's spin it. Not okay. Can can we do it with a little more uh, uh, faster, more intensity? Let's spin it. I like that. Okay. I like it one more time. All right. A little more intensity. Let's spin it. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's spin it. Let's not do that then. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so I was all for was having a, f- a catchphrase. I mean, you know. You know what? Let's let's revisit it. Okay. We'll revisit it. All right. We'll see how this sounds in the recording, and we'll revisit it and see what happens. And as my dog is begging for attention here, as she often does when I sit here. Oh, month of July. Did anything happen in July? Nothing big. At least not around here, I don't think. 
Well, you mean recently or in history? In history, <laughs> oh. in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, July 1st. I would say approximately one-twelfth of all the major events in history happened in July. It does feel like that's the yeah. case, doesn't it? As I was looking, as I was doing my research for events, it was mind-boggling the amount of things that have happened. I'd recently learned that in this country, um, July 4th, not only a traditional... Uh, do you have a we? Yeah. You, you just know you know uh, yeah. just noticing that. Yeah, that's yeah. No, that's, I I, I, I should funny. say we are we are not recording in our normal place. We are actually in my living room. And and Eli has his little corner here, and uh, his we is is next to his desk here, and uh, Ryan has just observed it. That yeah. isn't that is an ancient artifact. Yeah. I mean that is a genuine 2006 model. Wow. Yeah, and it still works. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> uh, in any case, back to uh, what's at hand. Sorry about that. Uh, traditionally in this country... You got a lot of squirrels in this house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a busy room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway. July 4th was a traditional date in which... Because you know, in this country, in the United States, um, of course, the Independence Day uh, holiday is a big deal uh, for folks living here. And then that became a tradition... For kicking off uh, major business ventures, major business ventures. There we go. Uh, keeping the keep it keep it going, um, and also uh, major projects. Major projects. There you go. Uh, I'm reading a, a history on railroads, and a lot of the railroads and certain projects that took place in those railroads, or the building of canals, even all began ceremonially on July the fourth. That used to be a big thing. So anyway, a lot of long way around to saying a lot of events happen in July. Um, July first, eighteen forty-seven, postage stamps went on sale for the first time in the United States. I wow, and you know I don't see this on your notes, but July second, the price went up. <laughs> good joke. That's a really <laughs> good joke. I like that. Yeah, and 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 correct, factual. <laughs> I don't doubt. I have no doubt whatsoever. So anyway, yeah, postage stamps, 1847. Uh, 1848, the first photographs were used in newspapers. Hmm. That one, I mean, I know because you've seen examples of old, very old, ye old-timey newspapers from Europe or whatnot. They didn't have photographs, right? Um, But still, 1848, the photograph, or at least the daguerreotype, had been around for at least, what, 20 years at that point? And yet... you know, it's it, it took them that long to be able to adapt to, to go into newsprint. Um, and I didn't see any examples. I wish I had now gone back and looked at a few of the first examples. Uh, I can't imagine they'd be that great because photos don't look great in newsprint now. Even Yeah. <laughs> wow. How far we have not come. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, nobody reads newspapers anymore. When was the last time you read a newspaper? Uh, or at least a newsletter on news type. Okay, well, yeah, no, it's been a long time, a couple of years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least a few years. I'm pretty sure the there last... Was a, there was a local sports team that ah. that won a major event recently. Major, major event. event. And um, anyway, so I always read those in the local, the, the, the town newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Also, my brother used to write. For the that's true. Newspaper. So you were kind of obligated to keep newspaper going. I 
wouldn't say so. No? Uh, no. No obligation. No obligation. Okay. Nah, he's not going to listen to this. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get it. <laughs> I get it. Uh, 1905. Thanks for listening, brother. Yeah. 1905. Albert Einstein introduces the world to the theory of relativity. This is kind of a big one for me. Um, I grew up. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of a big one for everybody, whether you're into it or not. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. It kind of it kind of affects everyone's lives yeah. at, at, in some shape, form, or fashion. Uh, yeah, but Albert Einstein was always an interesting figure to me. And then the theory of relativity was something that I thought, well, growing up, you know, interested in sci-fi and hearing. Yeah, how how many times did we hear E equals M C square? bantered around in either dialogue it or, was a meme before we had memes yeah exactly yes yeah. you're you're very right um so there was always an interest there in that in physics and things of that nature and and i always knew it was a product of the 20th century it was an idea that came out of the 20th century now it seems like it's you know it's got some age to it what is that that's a hundred and uh 120 years almost yeah Theory of Relativity, 1905, Albert Einstein. So that that happened on July 1st uh, as well. July 1st, 1963, zip codes go into use. This blows my mind just a little bit. Really? Yeah. Explain. It seems later than I thought. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, that feels like a turn of the 20th century type. That feels that like a, uh, okay, we're done with the Pony Express. <laughs> now let's invent zip codes and do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah, no. 1963. Kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. But that also kind of comes out, I think, somewhere right in there, didn't we have to start introducing area codes into the phone system? Or was that even later than 1960s? Again, I don't know. I don't know. Might have to Google that. What fascinates me about this is that this means that, Ethan, our parents saw this transition. Yeah. They lived in a time where they did not have zip codes, and then suddenly they had to learn their zip codes. Yeah. And then they no, had to true. ask questions like, what's a zip code? <laughs> what's my zip code? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, now that now that you're... you're, you're Focusing the spotlight on it. Yeah, it is kind of crazy that it is very recent because that is post the birth dates of both of my parents. So, yeah, yeah they definitely live through that. And as uh, as children, um, yeah, preteens, uh, they would have had to have learned their new brand new zip code. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. Interesting. All right. So we get around to July 4th. Nothing big happened there. Moving on. Um, no. No. <laughs> Actually, I did pull this one up because it, it does, in the modern age in which we live, cast your mind back to 1994, right? So over 30 years ago. Over 30 years ago, Hotmail, the internet provider, email provider, Hotmail, gets rolled out. It, go, it, it, it goes out July 4th, 1994. It begins its, its service. Um, do you have a Hotmail account? I still have my first <laughs> Hotmail account. Wow. And I still use it. Do you really? Regularly, yes. Wow. Yes. It's okay. become a little bit more of kind of my catch-all. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the one that you throw all of the, uh, please provide your email as you sign up for the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, no, I have one of those as well. Mm -hmm. It's Yahoo. 
Yeah. But um, no, I I don't have my e my Hotmail. I think I stopped using it around the middle two thousands. But I have a Yahoo and I have a Gmail, like probably most everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife has a Hotmail account. I still send email to her Hotmail account. It's over thirty years old. The yeah. service. Yeah, man, it's. Uh, I had this is not my first one. I did have the one that I our teacher helped us all create in. Uh, I think it was my sophomore year in high school. Mm-hmm. So that would have been nineteen ninety six or seven. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, that was uh, an email address that I started in class, and I used it. And then when we finished that class, I stopped using it because it was the 90s. I was in high school. We didn't have any use for email. Who, who's going to use this? Yeah. So honestly. then a couple of years later, what I go novelty. and try to use it again, and I'm locked out. Yeah. So I had to start a new one, which is the one that I still have to this day. So I've had that one since... Uh, at least 98, maybe 1998. So at least 25 years. Yeah. Something along yeah. those lines. Still active, yeah. still have it. Nice. Still, I can just push a button on my phone right here. And, and it's, pull it up. It's there. And it's, it's not. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Boom. Yep. It, yep. That's changed hands. It's, it is owned by Microsoft now, but it initially was not a Microsoft property. But, um, wow. Yeah. Over 30 years. We have had Hotmail.com. Another .com red letter event, July 5th, the very next day, 1994. Same year, one day later, Jeff Bezos rolls out his big idea, Amazon.com. And here we are 30 years later. How, um, How has the world changed because of that button being pressed well you don't have to leave your house anymore exactly yeah <laughs> greatest thing since sliced bread i don't i don't know i mean you used july 4th and july 5th 1994 you never have to leave your house and you get all your notifications sent to these, your hotmail these are celebrated so. events both of these are celebrated events by couch potatoes the world over mm. mm-hmm. you don't have to get off your couch to communicate you don't have to get off your couch for groceries underwear Socks, beach balls, whatever you want. Yeah, a book. Mm-hmm. They that's how they got their start. Books. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is the so is most of the rest of the world. But uh, in, in any case, yeah. So uh, Jeff Bezos founds Amazon.com July fifth, nineteen ninety four. Uh, I threw this one in here just for me. July fifth, nineteen ninety three. Going back a year. This is one of my all-time favorite albums by the band U2. Zuropa was released in 1993. So, yeah, for me personally, that's a that's kind of a red letter event in the discography of uh, the band U2. So, was the was the the movie based off of that album? No, no, you're thinking of Zootopia. Yes, great movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not not the same. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. All right. July 18th. Moving forward a little bit in the month. 1994. Again, so much happened in 1994. And I actually had to pare this list down. Um, Comet Shoemaker Levy. Levi. No, it's Levy. Levy. Shoemaker Levy collided with the planet Jupiter. July 18th, 1994. I 
actually had a telescope at the time and was able to witness the black hole that the comet punched into the atmosphere of Jupiter. It caused a black hole? Not an actual black hole, but it was a black spot on the surface of Jupiter or in the atmosphere of Jupiter as it as it collided and exploded in atmosphere it just the the dust was black and uh it spread throughout the the atmosphere but for for a few hours after the collision the collision actually happened on the back side of the planet from our our perspective just behind the limb it would uh it broke up into like uh i think at least 10 major pieces major pieces there you go and as they would collide it was kind of like a, a string of pearls, but black pearls that that came across the surface of, of the planet. And I remember being outside late at night because I think at the time Jupiter was uh, it didn't rise until early morning. So you kind of had to be dedicated with a telescope to actually observe the event as it took place. And one night I had clear enough seeing, uh, which is kind of a rough thing to do in Arkansas in the middle of summer because it's humid even in the middle of the night. Um seeing got clear enough briefly that I actually could make out uh, the black spots. So you saw in your telescope the aftermath? Yes, the aftermath. You didn't witness the impact? Not the actual collision, no. Okay. Yeah, just the just the disturbance in the atmosphere. So that, that always stands out to me. So there again, July 18th, 1994. Uh, to this day, the only comet collision I've been alive to witness so far. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. I'd like to add one, another one to the list. I'd like to see Beetlejuice explode. Yes. There's been a lot of talk about yes, that lately. Yes, I want to see that real bad. I would very much like to see that happen. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, moving on. July 20th, 1969. Some more space news or space events, space history. Uh, Neil Armstrong becomes the first person to walk on the moon. No way. We landed on the moon. Or, as Ryan likes to say, if you believe that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can I pin I'm, you down? Do, do you actually think that man did go to the moon or do you, do you, is the jury still out in your opinion? Do you want my real, true, honest opinion? Like all joking aside. Yeah. I, I think I've asked you this before. Okay. Um, I would say the moon landing and Sasquatch are in the same, <laughs> they're in the same category for me. Okay. And what I mean by that is, when it comes to Sasquatch, look, I'm not actually saying that I believe that Sasquatch exists, but if it turns out that it does, I'm not that surprised. I like to believe that we landed on the moon. But if it turned out to be a hoax? Then, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ha ha, you got <laughs> us, right? Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, that was a great prank, if that's... <laughs> And I can respect a good prank. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I can't I can't in this day and age and the the environment that we find ourselves in, I, I can't fault you for that reasoning. <laughs> I really can't. Yep. You know. Um I used to I used to get vehemently legitimately upset at people that would come to me and say, You actually believe man landed on the moon? Well yes, I do. And I still do. I mm-hmm. still think that it, it did. It did actually happen. Um, but yeah, I don't get as uptight about it when people say, "You know, I have my doubts." Okay, I, I I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go through that argument. And I'm even. I'm not even going that far. I'm not. No. I'm not no, even no. saying I have my doubts. I'm just saying, 
if it turned out, if, if evidence, evidence yeah. were to come to light and just blow the lid off of the whole thing, I wouldn't be like, ha, told you. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know, but, I, but, actually, uh, yeah. I actually have softened on my vehement, adamant, yes, it happened after watching the movie Capricorn 1. And after watching that movie, I'm like, huh. It kind of very, in my mind, it's it's a cheesy 70s movie, but it it could be real, mm. you know, where the government puts all of this just just to justify the money that it's spent elsewhere mm-hmm. uh, and, and to create a, a pit to, the, to say that that money went to when, in fact, they're actually doing nefarious things in other parts of the world. You know, it's it's um, it's not as far fetched. <laughs> living sitting here now in 2023 right um anyway let's move on from that all right 1965 july 24th this is uh, a another major uh, musical event major musical event bob dylan releases like a rolling stone did he play an electric guitar in that did he well i don't know if he did <laughs> yeah somebody did yeah yeah who which he was um, famous for being folk, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Acoustic only. Yeah. I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I like the song. I've heard it mm-hmm. a, a few times. I, I've not delved into the um, the discography, the, the songs mm-hmm. of Bob Dylan, probably in a way that I should as someone that does appreciate, you know, 60s and 70s music. Are you a Bob Bob Dylan fan at all? I mean, yeah, you are. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, that track in particular, I really like it. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, I do too. It's just it's not. I guess I'm I'm young enough that it there's not a real. I don't know. It's it, I really enjoy '70s music, even though I didn't live when a lot of that music was was coming about. And 60s seems like just it's one decade too far, really, for me to to truly connect with, because there's a lot of messaging and a lot of things that were coming out in the music of that time that I I didn't grow up with. I don't have a connection with. Mm -hmm. It's still valid even now in society. But I I don't know. Just it's it's that like I said, it's that one decade. I'm just removed a little bit too far from it for it to really be something that I will put on and just listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Kingston Trio, again, there was a brief period where I saw a documentary on Kingston Trio and then went out and bought like two or three albums and listened to them quite a bit for a while. I probably haven't pulled them out of their their dust jackets in over 10 years. Yeah, but it's still up here. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. And And I I was pointing at my head. Yeah. 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 And it. You're, you're absolutely yeah. right. There are several of their songs that, yeah, to this day, really stand out to me. Beautiful songs. I love the I love some of what they did, a lot of what they did. Um, but there again, it's I have to be in a particular mood to roll it out. And it's kind of the same way with listening to Bob Dylan, too. Yeah, you know, I come at that from just the opposite. You're actually, because you're a few years older than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, I... I was raised on music of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. It wasn't until I got a little older that then I actually started to... I had to introduce myself into to the music of my time mm-hmm. because I was being fed 
the older music. So right. it's just part of me. Your your parents, uh, they listened to the that it was actively listened to in your house yes. while you were growing. Yes, up. we yeah. were a radio house, not a TV house. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting. I had a conversation with my dad because we were riding in the car one day, and I had uh, some Led Zeppelin was playing real low, mm-hmm. you know, kind of in the, in the background, and my dad heard it, and he was like, "Huh, Led Zeppelin, huh?" And for me, it was like a, "Oh, here we go. He does <laughs> he doesn't approve." And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I was. He's like, you, you, uh, you like, you like Led Zeppelin. You listen to a lot of the music from the age. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I do. I have an appreciation for it. And I'm like, and, and I just, I, I was looking to just head the conversation off the past. And I was just like, I know it's probably not your thing. I, I can turn it off if you want. He's like, no, 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 no. The man actually loves, loved uh-huh. Led Zeppelin. It's just that when he was listening to it, there were other mind expanding things happening around the same time so that later on as he changed some of his ways Mm -hmm. that music also became very closely associated with that time in his life that he didn't want to go back and revisit Mm -hmm. so even though he had an appreciation for the music he didn't carry it forward with him. And I grew up in a household not listening to the Beatles, not listening to Led Zeppelin, not listening to a lot of the music that defined the time. Just because he did have a strong connection to it, but was actively trying to put other things behind him as well. Mm-hmm. And the music just kind of went along with that. So I had to kind of discover all of that on my own, which is interesting uh, to have a conversation with your dad about that. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. That's way more information than probably anybody wanted to actually hear. Uh, 1940, July 27th, 1940. Bugs Bunny debuts in A Wild Hair. Wow. Did he say, what's up, Doc? I'm pretty sure he did. Hmm. I don't really actually specifically remember all of that. I'm sure I've seen that cartoon probably a dozen times over. Did you grow up with Looney Tunes in the house? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I well. Think, I think most of us did. Yeah. I mean, Looney Tunes and Three Stooges. I watched uh, the Bugs Bunny and Tweety show on Saturday yes. mornings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but did you watch Merry Melodies? Like, did it ever play in the afternoons where you could see it after school? My grandma had a VHS tape uh, that was just recorded uh, off of TV of a whole long thing of the Merry, Merry Melodies. You could have gotten so, about 12 Merry Melodies on a VHS Yeah, that tape. seems about right. And then there was Dumbo was at the end of the tape. <laughs> Where it should be. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Melodies first. Uh First, Or Looney Tunes first and foremost. But yeah, uh, 1940. It's it's interesting because the one that I have right after it is July 29th, 1928. Steamboat Willie (laughs) makes its premiere. And uh, Disney introduces the mouse uh, to us. Uh, Mickey Mouse becomes a thing. And if you hear pops going on in the background, that's our neighborhood lighting up firecrackers because we are very close to July 4th and the neighborhood seems to get very loud and raucous uh, this time of year. So anyway, that is July in pop culture and in history. Just some of the things that we wanted to bring up uh, and discuss. So, uh, yeah. Ryan. Yes, sir. Let's transition to the other thing that we do in this podcast. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. We have a main topic. Spin it up. <laughs> it's good. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. Uh, I, what, what was it I was supposed to say? Is that right? Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, spin it. Let's spin it. Oh, yeah. Let's spin it. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, faster and more intense, though, next time. Okay. Just, right. just keep yeah. that one. Sure. Let's spit it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like George Costanza. Channel George Costanza and mm-hmm. say, let's spin it. Not right. not right now, but oh, okay. ne- the next time. Okay. okay. All right. Let's, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll give that a shot. Um, our topic for this month is Andor. Right, that's right. Disney. Yeah, we, it's appropriate. We ended on on Disney's premiere of Steamboat Willie, nineteen twenty eight, uh, in the month of July. But here we are. We're actually going to talk about Disney's Star Wars Andor series. I'm just gonna let's just start it off right here at the top. Yeah. Okay. Andor. What do you think of it? Thoughts. You, you mean just like just in general? Like well, I, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, just from from uh, your watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It was Andor, you know. Um, it it was okay, you know. I'll I'll say that maybe maybe not their best. Uh, that they've because you know they've Disney's done a lot of real good stuff with Star Wars and not their best. Dude, that. I mean, I don't want to get into the argument now, but let, you know, you've you've broached it, so let's oh. let's start. This is one of their best series so far. Oh, don't yeah. Do you mean like as a whole? Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely, hundred percent. It's like this is probably the best thing that Star Wars has done, you know, since Disney's taken it over. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Um, any any of the characters, anything like that, stand? Did what stood out to you? Um, you know, there was just it's it's kind of hard to just kind of just pick one thing you know i mean just kind of from from uh i i haven't i haven't actually completely finished it yet okay so well okay yeah. we we can salvage that then i mean it's how okay. how much did you get i mean I mean, do, do you remember anything? Can you name one character? Well, you know, I, okay. So I'll t- I'll say this: this is what I love about Star Wars, and really anything is just kind of the the world building that that they yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. And it's kind of it's really nice to go off of things that you already know, and then just expand on that. Um, yeah. So that's... it's nice to see, you know, just getting getting a little bit more uh, about about the Andorians besides just. What we have seen, just the little bits in the past. Oh, and, hold on, Andorians, like in Star Trek, Andorians. Um, uh, Ryan, have you? Did you actually watch the show? Well, I said I. Okay, I mean, I said that I had. It's a yes finished. or no. I had didn't finish. I. You didn't finish it. I, but did you even start? I it? didn't. I, I I didn't start it. No. Well. Well played, sir. <laughs> well played. Uh, we're gonna have to pivot. Pivot. It's a, it's a it's a good game. It's a good game you played. Unlike my chess game. Well, I don't know if that's entirely fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're not talking Andor then. Oh, okay. 
So let's talk about something else that we have done. Do you want to do it next time? Next time. Okay. All we'll, right. We'll, we'll catch. Watch Andor. Okay. Ryan. <laughs> and we'll get you next month. Okay. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, all, all kidding aside. All kidding aside. And, and thank you for that bit. That was enjoyable. <laughs> I, I did enjoy that. Um, that is a preview, folks, for, for a future discussion that we will have in which Ryan will actually have seen the show. Because we legitimately would like to talk. I would legitimately like to talk. About I would it. legitimately like to to watch it and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So so we'll put that in your hip pocket and, and we'll circle back around to that one. No. So let's let's just close out what little bit of time we have left here. And uh, dude, we haven't caught up. We've done two. We've done, we've done two issues so far. Now we're into our third one. One thing we used to love to do on Age of Geek back when we did that show was we started off every show with a little bit of what we've been up to. And so I, I feel like here in lieu of, of not being able to watch Andor, because you do have legitimate things going on in your life that have prevented you from getting around to it. Yes. Um, yeah. Moving will do that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but we, we haven't caught up in a while. So I, I we talked about in the first issue losing our geek card because of things that we weren't able to do. Uh, in the time since then, uh, you know, what else What else have you perhaps had a chance to examine, watch, play, anything? Um, I'll tell you. No, you mentioned moving. I've been very preoccupied with, with that almost. Is packing done yet? Entirely. Uh, packing hasn't even started. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you're. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I say that. Now, this is. I don't want to. I don't want to tell too much because this is nobody tuned in to listen to me. People are already yeah. saying, "Oh, he's going to ask us to help him." Yeah, so no, we're, no, no, doing, no, no, we're stopping no. this now. No, I would never, Ethan. What did I tell you? <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. never ask you to help me move. Why? Because you're a good friend. That's right. Yeah, and I stick to that. Yet you did. You helped anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is this move is in many phases. Yeah. This is this is like this is like the moon moving in many phases. <laughs> so. I mean, okay, because we're moving my wife's grandparents in with us as yeah. well, and so that's a whole thing because they had to sell their house. We had to move them. We're gonna have to move them again, like from it's, another state. Yes, yes, it yeah. is absolutely crazy, completely life altering. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, yeah, I pretty much just have not had any desire or energy to do anything else besides just do what you and I have been doing. And this is kind of your fault because you started it. (laughs) You texted me one day and said, hey, do you still have that chess app on your phone? Yes. And I said, let me see. And yeah, I got logged back into it. And we've been we've been doing that. Yeah. So any kind of little bit of spare time, something I don't have to sit down for. And I have not rage quit once. No, you haven't. This you've, has been a better session yeah. series for us. Yeah, right? you've been a you've been a real good sport, um, because e- Ethan. Uh, okay, listeners, Ethan is very hard on himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, excessively so at times. I get yeah. this. I, get I this. try to be constructive, and I'm having none of it. He just gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. That is very true. That's, that's the way it's been in the past. Um, but uh, so uh, neither of us are good. Right. Yeah. I mean, all uh, you're, you, we should have started with that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would make me feel slightly better. Yeah. We're, we're not good. We're very much at a beginner level. 
yeah. of this game. And uh, yeah, so it's a little embarrassing sometimes to look at my the analysis of the games. and Well, but, it's interesting because the way we're playing it on, on chess.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't downloaded the app and you're tacitly, even tacitly interested in chess, I highly recommend the app. It's free to play. Uh, you you subscribe though. You're you're a contributing member. I am a gold member you because are... <laughs> I love gold. gold. Yes, very good. Um, I am not, sir. Mm-hmm. I, I I am a I am a cheapskate. Yeah. And so it's it's a great app whether you're a cheapskate or not. Mm-hmm. And so I highly recommend it. The analysis of those games I did not pay attention to in times past when we have played. I have been going back and trying to trying to learn myself yeah <laughs> a little bit better and it's been eye-opening at times because i remember one time we finished the game you won i went back and looked and i ha- i was so close to being able to put that game away and i did not see it mm-hmm. and even as it's showing it to me i'm like no that's that's not oh, oh it is right <laughs> <laughs> And I texted you and just said, oh, my God, I am an idiot. <laughs> and I think you knew exactly what I was referring to because you were like, no, I wouldn't have seen it either. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. But it was, yeah, it's, it's been a learning experience. and I've really enjoyed it. I've got to get better with my rooks. Now, see, this is what, what was this, two years ago mm. when we played uh, More, last time? Yeah. I think, maybe, yeah, or longer. At least. I think it's it, was long, longer. It, was, it was pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Because I remember being with all of our friends yep. talking about this together. So, yeah, that was that was when we first started. So this is sort of our second foray into playing this game. And um, I remember at that time, we started out, we were both brand new beginners, never really played before. Uh, I mean, yes, I've, we knew the rules. I've played before, but yeah. I've never, like, played, right? This is yeah. the first time really trying. And... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were very, very, very much even because we were we both knew nothing. Yeah, and I remember what happened was I became a student of the game, and to put this as politely as I can, you did not. I did not. <laughs> right now, I can say that because that was by your own admission. Yeah. Um. Because yeah. you were getting frustrated because now all of a sudden I was starting to beat you consistently. Yeah. And. And, and you got upset. And I was like, okay, but here's what you need to do. You need to learn some of these strategies, learn some of the tactics, learn some openings. Yeah. And you were like, no, I don't, don't want to do that. Don't tell me how to live my life. Exactly. You were like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I just want to play. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah. but the problem is I'm getting better because I'm learning things. And you're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> so this is what's going to happen. I don't know where we go from here. Right. And where yeah. we went from there was we stopped playing for about exactly. three years. Yeah. And yeah, um, that's, that is how it went. Yeah. But um, I can see that it is different this time around. And I've been saving this for this conversation so that. Everyone listening can hear. I applaud you, sir, because you have made great improvements. Oh, thank you! In just in like the last week or two. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's it's kind of interesting. It's like we we finish every game, and you've won you've won far more than I have. Um, I'm actually paying less attention to the games that I've won, and more attention to the ones that, especially the ones that went sideways. And I'm I'm looking at it, I'm like, holy crap! I was two pieces up just like 
three moves ago is what it mm-hmm. felt like. And now all of a sudden, I'm in the hole, and I am going to lose. We're on our way to checkmate. Mm-hmm. This is in-game. And I've, I've made more of an effort of trying to see the moves that I made that put me in that bad spot and how you took advantage of that. And I don't feel like I have a full grasp of everything that's going on. I, I don't. I don't have a full grasp of it. But it's it's starting to... The pieces are very slowly, for me, starting to fall into place. Um, and I don't know how far I'm going to pr- progress with this. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But it, it it is making more sense to me now than it did three-plus years ago when mm-hmm. it was just like, I know how to move the pieces. Yeah. I just want to move the pieces. You know, <laughs> you're not going to go very far that yeah. way. And I didn't. And so now it's a little bit different. I've, I've grown a little bit, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. And, uh, and and it's been a far more enjoyable experience, even while losing. So, Yeah, but now, that being said, you've also beat me a couple of times. A couple of times, yeah. This, yeah. And, and, and I, was, I was like legitimate. I was, I was as surprised as you might have been. <laughs> Well, it just kind of fell into place. Especially but. that first game. Okay, so here's what I want to ask you. Okay. Um, what have you been studying in between games as far as are you learning? Because the recommendation that I gave to you several years ago was learn some openings. Yeah. Have you learned any openings or are you still just going, let me try this? I cannot even name the openings that I've been doing. Okay. So, no, I have not learned openings. I just... <sighs> I'm still kind of in that mode of let's try this okay and see if it works okay um, you you made mention of the fact that you could not you you were taken you were put on the back foot or something to that effect by my English opening yeah now I have gone back and looked at the English opening and I'm starting to delve into why is that a strong move against mm-hmm. you yeah because it might not be a strong move against another player. But anyway, I, I don't know that I've really actually discovered anything with that. But I've, I'm also trying not to make that my go-to start. Mm-hmm. Because eventually, at some point, you're going to very easily counter that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's. I think it's for me, it's one of those things where it's just like you kind of figure out you... you I'm, I'm not going to say you master an opening because you don't, but you get familiar with an opening and then maybe move on to another one. That way you can kind of have different ones right now. I'm, I'm still, I'm only playing two openings, Mm. one for white and one for black. Okay. And it doesn't matter what you do. I'm going to do those because that's where I am in my game right now. Yeah. So that's what happened was when you came out and you opened with C4 and then I just kind of, I melted. Suddenly, I suddenly your black opening wasn't going to work for you as well. Yeah, and it was also just the subsequent moves that you did immediately after that. Mm. And when you busted through the line with your queen yeah. like you did, I was just completely unprepared. And I know Well, we both were staring at the board like, oh my God, <laughs> what just happened here? And then, yeah, and it just kind of fell into place at that point. It's like, okay, I know I need to do this. I know what to do. And... and I I texted you at the end of that game and I was like, you know, (laughs) I was just waiting to blunder and and throw it all away to which you cheekily said I was, too, (laughs) because that has been my pattern. Right. You know that I I always I have always found a way to lose. Um, It didn't happen that time. And that felt very rewarding Mm -hmm. because at. 
even though I stumbled into it, essentially, once I was in that position, it was like, okay, you, you've got this. You've got, you've got, I could see, I could see some of the moves that needed to be done. And I didn't see where you had a defense. Oftentimes I'm in that position of, I don't see where you have the defense. And so I don't see it coming. And then I lose. Right. Yeah. And then this time it was like, I could see that there was not a defense there. So all I had to do was keep making the right moves in the right order. And it was in game. Yeah. yeah. And that was enjoyable. Yeah. And, and it will, it will tide me over for, we'll, we'll see how long. Because I'm, I'm once again into another losing streak. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I'll say to any anyone out there that's listening right now that's uh, that not that is not playing and is listening to us thinking, hey, maybe I should start playing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are the type of person that only likes to win all the time, chess is not your game. Do not play chess. And 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 this is something that I've just recently learned. And when you beat me that first time, um, of course there was that part of me that was like. Oh, I can't believe I let him get me. Yeah. But then also at the same time, I'm like, no, 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 that's good. Because Ethan's getting better. Our games are going to start getting more competitive. And that's what chess should be if you're playing right. And here's what I figured out in just in the last couple of weeks is that if you're playing chess the right way, you should be a batting about 500. There you go. Because the way the ratings systems work is you are put against other people that are rated equal to you. Mm-hmm. And if you're winning consistently, then you're rated too low and you're going to be put up against more challenging competition. Yeah. And if you're losing all the time, then your rank your rating's going to go down. Yeah. So so yeah, you should be losing Half of your games. At least. Or you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And if you're losing more games, then you you have a prime seat to learn. Yes. <laughs> As, and that, that is something that I have tried to embrace now. Yeah. Uh, and, and and not rage quit. <laughs> so, there you go. We've both learned. Yeah. I'm proud of us. Look at us. Look at us go. Growing. Who would have thought? In our not 40s me. and still yeah. being progressive. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Take that, Gabe. <laughs> so on that bombshell, I think we'll probably uh, draw this uh, issue of uh, Geekly Retrospect to a close. What do you say? Let's spin it. All right. That I, I needed more George, but okay. We'll work on it. Okay. We've got a month. Okay. we got a month. We'll work All right. on it. Um, in between helping you move furniture. <laughs> <laughs> That is this next month, right? It That's is. true. The you, next time we do the this, the hottest will... month of the second hottest month of Let's, the year. Okay, first of all, I had nothing to do with the planning of any of this. <laughs> I believe that none of this was my idea. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. So that's the that's the end of uh, issue number three of Geekly Retrospect. Thank you very much for listening. Um, you have found us here, not just on Spotify. Ryan, we're on Apple Podcasts now. 
Gabe Gabe bumped us up. Wow. Yeah, we got the upgrade, man. All right. So we're full boat. We're, we're on Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a rating and review. And uh, that goes to uh, getting Wannabe Network a, a little bit further up on, on the, the hit list so people might uh, pay attention to uh, what we're doing here on our little corner of the internet. Yeah, whatever we can do to help out Gabe. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why we're doing it. <laughs> Check out the other shows on Wannabe Network. Uh, Gabe's been busy over there with uh, Emma, his wife, uh, a guy and his wife. They've aired several episodes there. We've got some uh, Keeping It Real uh, movie reviews of uh, Star Trek. Those are going to be rolling out soon, so uh, keep watching for that. Anyway, that's it for this month of July in Geekly Retrospect. Thank you, Ryan, once again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And we will catch you on this. We've been great. <laughs>